Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Like my my face is hurting already from like smiling because today I'm joined by one of my favorite people. The incredible blues singer Talia Dean. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. <laughs> so I wore yellow for you today. I saw it was the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Thank you, I appreciate that." I feel like I should have made more of an effort. Should I'm just dressed in black. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my day is going. <laughs> oh no! What are you? Doing I'm joking. Today? It's all right. It's all right. But it's better now. This ray of sunshine's here. So thank you for being I've here. <laughs> So I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle, which quite frankly, something that's pissed me off that I can get off my chest. And if gives my guest a chance, if you've got anything that's pissed you off to get off your chest. Listen, I'm here to listen to all your tales of <laughs> Thank Oh God. <laughs> you know I, I've waited. I've had so many waffles of people. That's the first time someone's come on here and asked me how I am. <laughs> Tell me, tell me, you've got 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything whatever, you still get your double charged over the day. <laughs> um, this is a bit petty, but it's just something, this is the kind of stuff that keeps me awake at night. I really do not understand why red onions are red, called red onions when they're quite clearly purple. I don't understand it. Like they're purple. Do you know what? I 
now you've mentioned it. I'm probably um, just going to ruin your day as well. <laughs> You're welcome. Why do they call them red onions? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there is some kind of logical thing behind it, but it's just one of those things. Every time I'm in the supermarket and I'm picking up my red onions, it crosses my mind every single time. I'm like, Do you why? always want to get a marker and write purple on the side? On every single one, yeah. We yeah. should ask people to comment if they know why. Yeah, do you know what? If anyone else is feeling this, if you want to start sign the petition, <laughs> get involved. <laughs> Can I say, Taylor, like, if that is your only thing that's peeing you off in life right now, you're, you're living well, my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's like the things I can talk about on the show. Everything else is like hearing this book. Raring, like just raring to go. How's how's your like petrol situation? Because obviously we're all out. Like that's what I'm peeing about. I'm peeing. I get that. Do you know what I don't understand from this? And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say it now. You kind of brought it up, but I feel like a lot of this is the media. Well, yeah. If no one said anything, there'd be no cues, would there? Yeah, and. In all honesty, it hasn't affected me that badly, so I can't really moan. But the traffic has obviously increased. Everyone's kind of talking about it, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Traffic cues. People were queuing yeah. carriages, and you can't really get around that. Um, but also, it's affecting a lot of things. Like, for example, um, I had group therapy today. Mm-hmm and half the class didn't turn up because no one's got any fuel you know no one can actually get to therapy that's not i'm thinking i'm very blessed because i was the idiot that sat in the queue for two hours (laughs) and you know there's things like that like healthcare workers and doctors and people district nurses Mm -hmm. health supporters that go and have to give dinners to old people these are the people that i think come on man but this isn't I don't really care that you can't get to Sandra's house for dinner. Like that doesn't bother me. But yeah. the fact that people can't. It's actually- like ambulances and stuff, isn't it? It's like we've spent the past year kind of like praising, you know, these services that are free for us in the UK. Obviously, we're incredibly blessed to have the NHS. Yeah. But now it's like, oh no, fuck on. I need to go to golf. Yeah. I need to go to the cinema. You know, it's just like, come on, guys. I feel like I this last past year, it's taught us a bit of kindness. And, and I think they should use their brains to think, let's always keep one pump for healthcare workers or people. Yeah. Not everyone is NHS who are doing a good job, you know? Mm-hmm. Not everyone. 100%. Like people that go and give dinners to old people, that's not NHS, that's government. Yeah. But, but these people need to be feeding. You know, I think there should be like a, like a, I need this now card. And yeah. they should keep that pump free. Yeah, for like people like me, yeah. it's like therapy today. <laughs> I go to therapy, everyone suffers, right? It's in the public interest that I go to therapy today. That's why I'm in a good mood because I got there. I got there today because I'm queuing. There's two hours out of my day queuing for petrol. Yeah, <laughs> I need wonders. therapy after queuing for petrol because I was ready to punch someone up. I swear to God. Oh, but I'm re- I'm cool. I'm refreshed now. Good, good to hear. <laughs> Do you feel yeah, better now? You've got that off your chest. Yes, thank you. Thank you. There we go. Stop being so fucking selfish. So you <laughs> stop filling your tank up. When you're going to fill your tank up, you don't need to put in a hundred pounds worth of petrol. 
Where are you going with your home? You see, <laughs> where are you you see the people put it into bags. Where, where, where are you taking that? Where are you taking this? <laughs> How are you pouring it in? To freeze it. <laughs> Do you know what, though? When I was younger, I was a proper hood girl and I lived on the estates and I was like proper hood, right? And I considered ciphering. I thought, yeah. you know what, that house over there has got eight Range Rovers, don't need them. They're probably awful to the max. Blatantly a thousand pounds worth of petrol. <laughs> that cap is open. Get the hose, we're going. And I would be put in a carrier bag. I'd need, um, I'd need something bigger than a jerry can, maybe like a gallon can. Yeah. Big drums. Yeah. They'd never catch me. Blanket over it. <laughs> <laughs> it out, and that's it. Nicking me. You put a lot of thought into this. I'm impressed. I was concerned. I was actually thinking hard. Like that's it. I'm stranded in Surrey. I don't know if you've ever been to Surrey, but there's lots of places where you don't want to be stranded. <laughs> there's nothing here. Everything shuts at ten o'clock. You can't even go get a bottle of wine after ten. You've got to do diet. See that yeah. that's the real pandemic there. Surrey. <laughs> sort it out. Yeah, the no book booze after 10 o'clock. Yeah. So I was thinking about what would we do? And then I started to think, well, it's kind of like an apocalypse, isn't it? You know, like it scares me. Stuff like that generally scares me. And then I go through stages where I start buying like the extra can of soup <laughs> when I go shopping. <laughs> I do think if everybody did that. We'd have no soup. Because I remember as well during the pandemic when there was no meat, no nothing. Do you remember yeah. everyone? The toilet started? paper. Get me started on the toilet paper. You have one oh. arsehole, like for God's sake. <laughs> you don't need to wipe everyone's arse. Like just buy enough <laughs> yourself. And I feel I like you are literally that. the perfect guest to have on this show. <laughs> you, you said, let's have a rant. Let's have a rant. I hate... My peeve in life is selfish people. I cannot stand yes. selfish people. I can't stand people. I was watching people during the pandemic when the poor guys that work in the supermarket were trying to like fill the shelves with the shelves. And you've got like Sid and Barbara taking all the meat and putting it on yeah. in their trolleys. And I thought, I don't want any of that. Have you ever seen them when they're doing like the whoops label or the discount labels as well? And like, they're like a swarm of bees. You're yeah, like, what? But then you do that natural like human thing like oh what's going on over there and then you realize just like oh the green beans are now 23p like oh is that it <laughs> is that what we're queuing for here oh, oh. That, oh nobody needs that but there's me like yeah so use them to i can freeze that <laughs> freeze them four beans that i got for 4p <laughs> you don't need it stop no it. Just, like, anyone listening now stop buying shit you don't need you don't need £400 worth of petrol. You're not going anywhere. We live on an island, right? You're not driving to France or to Spain. Can you drive to France? I think Euro so. tunnel. Euro tunnel. Euro tunnel. Okay, well, you're going to need a train to get there. Maybe you could put the car on. Oh, yeah. You'd have to drive on the I'm train. Over. Yeah. But no one's doing that. No. Just go about your life day to day like you always have. The only advice I can give is stop listening to the news and stop reading... The newspapers. Listen to someone's upcoming new album, maybe instead. <laughs> well, it's not mine. 
I can't sing for shit. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, God, I'm still working hard on that. The lockdown's been good for me, if I'm honest, because it's made me have to stay in one place and write everything down. Yeah. Um, and I wrote and wrote and wrote. And at the end of it, I had this wonderful album. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love this. So for anyone who is living under a rock, fair play, if that's what you do, and doesn't know who Talia is, you obviously burst from what I first known. So obviously, forgive me if you were around before. Obviously, you were around before this wasn't born on the X Factor. But I was born on the X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Charles, daughter, love Charles. Oh God, don't, don't, because that's how rumors start. <laughs> the people who listen to the show will have a field day with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut that. Out. <laughs> but obviously, I first heard of you from the X Factor. And my favourite cover was Macy Gray. I'm still still here for it. I complimented you straight away when we hit record, before we start recording even. Um, so yeah, you are an incredible blues singer that I love. It, it puts me in my feels when I hear like voices like yours because it just reminds me of like a bit of a safe space. Like music is my biggest kind of coping mechanism. Yeah, like I'm not just saying this either. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a kind of comfort blanket. So when there is those kind of distinctive, like kind of like big voices like yours, like it is, it just reminds me of home in a really strange way. I'm probably not articulating this very well. Like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> One of the songs of the tracks on my album, that's the title. Home. What is? Oh, well, oh, say exclusive. It's about everything you've just said about when you, you feel comfortable in a place that resonates with you and you know you can relate to how someone's feeling or how someone's expressing themselves so yeah I guess if for me I don't like to fit into a mold and I think yeah. a lot of artists these days have to run by a formula or this is what makes a pop star mm -hmm. but for me I I really wanted to fit into that formula when I was younger. I wanted to be the next Madonna, but now I'm realizing it would be absolutely impossible for me to sing and be in a certain way. So I just thought I can only be me and that is real. It's raw. I'm honest. I sing about what we talk about. You know, yeah. I would put that in a song, stop by over buying fuel. <laughs> so I would make that a song because it's real and it's relatable. And I think a lot of blues singers, a lot of jazz singers, and a lot of soul singers do that all the time. They, it's from here, you know. It's yeah. Not, um, you can tell that, and that's what yeah. I really like about it. Like you can, you can hear it in the lyrics, in the voice. Like it's kind of, I love when you listen to kind of like a jazz song, and it you hear like the singer's voice crack, not crack like in a bad way, but not that it's got that little kind of like raspiness to it. Like yeah. it, oh, it just does something. Yeah. It's the, it's the imperfections in someone's voice that makes them so relatable. You know, I, I know singers that are pitch perfect and, yeah. and you could never you could never compete with them. They're absolutely flawless. But I don't relate to them, but I go, mm -hmm. oh my God, she's amazing. But then you've got singers who, who are like, they, they cry on stage. And that's why Sinead O'Connor was so massive because she just poured her heart out. Yeah. It wasn't an amazing vocal, you know, but but it was an amazing performance and you could feel everything. 
everything she's saying and there's so many singers like that and, and that's important for me if I don't feel the song and I don't feel the music yeah. you know that's probably why I didn't do amazing on X Factor because at the end I was given songs that I was like mate this this is it's not you it's not me and we can try and make it my version but I wouldn't sing this song in a million years so. yeah my last week thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> so, <I knew> it. <laughs> with that like I'll kind of want to like rewind a little bit because I love to know how the journey started like can you remember like that first kind of song or that moment where you thought this made me feel something like that's what I want to do um I see I, I don't know if any of you would remember this but there was a song called Reap the Tea um and it's a real and when I was little I was oh it made me flap my arms and everything and I always remember first ever hearing that sing song and going oh my god the real yeah. I was like oh god and I I never lost that so I went and followed Madonna's life for forever she's still my biggest inspiration <laughs> really weird because she's everything I'm not but I love her energy and her power and she was like wow I want to be like you but singing this but that music was gone and yeah. no one was making it anymore and, and not many people are still making it anymore so I lost myself a bit and I started doing stuff that I wasn't really into and it never got anywhere and I thought well, why is that again I wasn't connecting mm. but it was that song and Madonna, yeah, definitely. I need, to, I need to be a hybrid. I think what you are. That? I think you are. I feel yeah. like that's it. If I was to describe like your voice, like your personality, like your like, you've got this kind of air about you. Like, I feel like everyone does this, but like, I don't give a fuck in a nice way. <laughs> like, this is who Do I you am. You're very it? confident and comfortable with who you are. And that this oh, is no. why I said to you, like, do you not think? I think you think that about me, but I'm really not confident. I'm very, believe it or not, I'm very shy and I'm very anxious and I'm very antsy and I really do get on pins. But what I do is I overcompensate that with, hey, how are you? (laughs) I switch it and I'm dying inside, really. Um, But I also have this mentality of, life is really freaking short and you can be here one minute and gone the next and if you spend all your life giving a shit whether people like you or not you're not gonna enjoy you're not gonna be very present i try to be very present i don't think about the future i don't think about the past i'm like am i happy today no right what should i do that's going to make me happy today i don't care about tomorrow so that's why i just say what i want to say and do what i want to do I think it's incredibly like honest and brave and it's actually one of the things I wanted to talk about because you are very open and honest when it comes to your anxiety and I wanted to kind of ask like because there's a lot of people and we get a lot of messages like on the show with people who struggle with anxiety like I struggle with it quite badly myself Like when things are quite bad like what are your coping mechanisms you like you're opening a book like I'm writing a you know your next number one so do you know so how what does that look like for you in terms of like a coping mechanism in all honesty it um 
sometimes it can be paralyzing especially a panic yeah. attack so i can't write a song that's not going to make me feel better there's a lot of things mm. that i can't do sometimes i have to just lie there and wait for it to pass um and i think that is what the key is 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 always know it's a temporary feeling and you're in a storm and you've just got to get through it you're not going to feel like that forever because forcing yourself to oh maybe i'll go and eat some fruit or maybe i'll go <laughs> for a long walk and you get back after that long work and i still feel fucking shit and now my feet hurt like just <laughs> don't do things to try and make it go away and another key thing i would say is um a, what is it a problem shared is a problem halved Yes, and that is another thing that is massive. I tend to have a real big problem with not telling anyone my real problems and I keep it to myself and then it builds up where it's got so out of hand. Like, I don't know, maybe there's a, a huge debt I've not paid and I've not yeah. told anyone and I'm getting letters through the door and I'm like, shit, yeah, just put it in the drawer, put it in the drawer. And, I'm not <laughs> anyone. and then it's such a big issue that by, I just think, oh, I just might as well not be here anymore. And then I'll tell one person and that one person will go, well, why don't you get a loan from that, pay that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. Sometimes yeah. that's all you need though, isn't it? It's just a, like a different set of eyes or that, just that voice to say like, Oh yeah, that's not that's not too bad. Have you tried doing this? And you're like, oh. Well, I've been through that as well. What I did was this, you know? Yeah. So understanding it's temporary and talking to you to people that really love you and get you, like your parents or your your best mate, or just someone that, that can empathize with you. And I think it's incredible. I've even had, yeah. I've even had instances where it's been in the middle of the night 3 a.m you know i'm not gonna wake my mate up and go because she'll be furious or he um but i've rang um the uh samaritans or i've rang um yeah. is it 111 the, the yeah when i'm the having non a kind of emergency number isn't it yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not dying, but I should probably speak to someone. That number, is yeah. it 111, just yeah. so people know. Um, where I've had a panic attack and I genuinely think I'm dying and I think my heart's going to stop beating. There's something wrong with me. There's something yeah. wrong. And it's, it's been terrible. And I phone them and the nurse will do my whole stats on the phone and say, you're okay, but we are going to send... <laughs> We are going to send someone anyway, but you're okay. It might take a couple of hours. This is one example. Anyway, as soon as she said that, I felt better because I yeah. thought, oh, I'm not dying. You know, that problem halved again. So I went back to sleep. And then seven o'clock in the morning, I woke up to bum, 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 bum. And I'm like, <gasps> and I opened the door and it's the ambulance, the fire brigade, the police, like everyone. Yeah, and they said, we've been knocking for two hours. We thought like something oh, bad had happened. No. You know, they told you we were coming anyway. Why didn't you stay awake? And I was like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> just asleep. I'm just asleep. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, you know, they sent everyone. And I just thought, oh my God, what a drama. But, but wow, like imagine yeah. that phone call ended where I didn't think I was okay. And I'd done something stupid. They turned up for me and yeah. they came and yes, I was asleep and I didn't answer the door and they had to go and get the police. But still, there's always some support network out there. 
and they were total strangers. <laughs> Total strangers. Do you know think sometimes it's the strangers that actually sometimes give you more support than the people? No, I'm not taking shots at anyone here, by the way, just to put that out there. But like, <laughs> it's yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is that kind of, that, that's really, really reassuring to hear. Yeah, because some people are on their own and they don't have family and they yeah. don't have friends they can ring. But there is... There is the Samaritans, there is the 111 service. If you're having that, you're never alone. These people are trained for this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing is people think they're alone. And yeah, you might be alone, but there's also these services here for you as well. I've been through everything. I honestly have. And and it's God, it's it's therapy, it's NHS, it's um you know, uh, Samaritans, all these people have added to my journey of, you're going to be okay, you're going to be okay, you're okay. I love this, like, genuinely, because it is from having these conversations that has turned my life around. So, obviously, I was in a real bad way a few years ago, but again, connect, like, this is what the kind of the Waffle Shop was born out of, and even sitting here now having this conversation, honestly, like, I'm just so proud of kind of of us kind of keeping this going like having this conversation and for anyone who might be listening who is kind of struggling yes you might be physically on your own but believe me you are not on your own with what you're feeling you've just heard me say you've heard talia say it like we're all feeling these very kind of normal natural emotions that we are like we're, we're all feeling them i think it's more normal to not feel normal I, I've never met anyone that goes, no, I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> really? <laughs> and if they are saying that, they're the most normalist and unnormalist <laughs> of anyone. Like, they've really got issues. You've probably <laughs> exactly. I do suggest therapy for those kind of people. <laughs> yeah, like someone that's like, I oh, know I'm absolutely fine. I'm never stressed. I've never had a panic attack. I literally feel tickety-boo all the time. Like, whoa. What a word. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real mentalist. (laughs) So I'm I'm very aware, like I've only got you for a short period of time. Yeah, I'm very busy with the (laughs) (laughs) tail. So before we kind of like, you know, wrap everything up, I really want to hear about the new album. Like when can we expect to hear it? Like what is it sounding like? What what's inspiring it? Inspire yeah, no, that is a word. I'll just double check that was a word. Yes, it is. What is inspiring in it? Yeah, inspiring in it. Inspiring yes, in it. Yes, that is a word. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. But I know what you meant. <laughs> it's um, lockdown. Obviously, I wrote this whole album. It's bluesy. It's soulful. It's you know, feelings. It's an album of feelings. Um, obviously, um, I went solo, didn't I? Because I was in King's Daughters, and I went solo in October last year. And I just thought, right. Well, I want to do music. I want to do now. I think it's really important. And I luckily have the most amazing mentors in my life, as you probably know. Um, well, one of them's quite a well-known yeah, guitarist. I like that little picture behind you, actually. Every time I look at that picture behind you, I think, oh, Brian would like that, the spaceman. Really? Yeah. She's also, for anyone who hasn't um, noticed or isn't watching this on YouTube, um, Talia has just dropped the name. <laughs> You tried to pick up Brian May. <laughs> I'm joking. It's no, that was in cover. Next door. <laughs> oh, one who's nicking all the beans. One, yeah. 
his wife Sandra. Oh, oh, oh classic Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian May, he kept me on the straight and narrow. So when my band broke up, I just thought life was over. Um, I didn't know how to be without the girls. I'd never been a soloist before. Yeah. Um, and he kept me going and he said, you know, you need to do what you want to do. What do you want to do? I said, I want to do blues. I want to, I want to do soul. I want to, I want to sing about depression and I want to sing about being a, 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 a hot mess. And, you know, I, I want to sing real shit. And he was like, oh, go for it. Do this and do that. And so he really helped me. My producer, Alan Glass, um, Chris Arms in Nashville, um, Ariel, the guitar, just Amazing. so many of them went, finally now we're gonna get the real talia dean and so i started writing about lockdown i went for a huge loss during lockdown and i just thought right let's do this but there was a whole album worth of songs from king's daughters that was unreleased okay but that i had written that were real and i thought well there's no point throwing them in the bin let me give this album to the fans and all the fans can choose their favorite song so far, we do have a leading song that is getting the most votes, so that's going to go on the album. And I've just kept the following and the supporters and the fans really involved with everything I'm doing. You know, I've let them choose my songs. I've let them say, right, what do you want me to write about? What do you want this album to be? So my following, in a way, have created the brand. And yeah. And you know, they, they said, oh, you know, you, sh you should have leopard print all over it because that's so you. And I'm like, right, okay, boss, let me, let me stick <laughs> with my, my team. And yeah, because they are, they are my boss. Like they, they want it and I deliver and they give me so much inspiration and direction and, and they tell me what sounds good with me. You know, I'm not telling them this is who I am and you're going to like it. I want them to say, you sound like you, you sound like the real you, I'm loving this, I can see you're happy, and that makes me do it more. So this album is going to be the first of my blues singles, yeah. This is brilliant, like genuinely, I'm so, I'm so excited because I can see how much like this means to you, like on your face, like it's, I cannot mm. wait to start hearing these songs like, like pour out because if it's anything kind of like the conversation that we've just had, like, I know it's going to be incredible. I can't wait. I mean, it was a test. So I released The Devil I Know. And that was my first blue single during, that came out Valentine's Day, just gone. Very Boom, romantic. Number one. Yeah. It was like an anti-Valentine's Day song. Like, if you're single, it's okay. Here's a song. It went to number <laughs> one in the iTunes blues chart. And I just thought... This is it. Like people like this. I've got backing singers, soulful backing singers. I feel like Jessica Rabbit. This is just amazing, and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's she amazing. was actually the first. You know, you said, "What is your first memory of just feeling like, oh wow?" Yeah. Jessica Rabbit was one wow. of my first. The way she comes out of the curtain. You have plenty money, 1922. I remember being about seven years old and going, <laughs> She's going to be goosebumps. <laughs> That's what she did to me. I was like, redhead that's married to a rabbit. Who is the voice? When I was, even when I was seven, I was not thinking about the cartoon. I was thinking, 
who's the voice that's doing this cartoon? I think it was Kathleen Turner, if I remember rightly. And she just blew me away. And I thought, do you know what? That's who I want to be. I want to be doing that. Many, 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 many years later, I finally got there. And if you watch the video of the devil I know, you'll see the reference to Jessica. So it's like a full circle for me. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Do you like Jessica Rabbit? I feel like everyone liked Jessica Rabbit, didn't they, <laughs> at some point? <laughs> I think most people like Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> for them, whatever reasons. <laughs> Purely for the voice. <laughs> Nothing to do with her ginormous, out unusual Indian voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> oh, you have been an absolute dream to offer. Like my face is like aching from like smiling and laughing. Thank you. I, I genuinely could sit and talk to you all day, every day. Like I feel like there is, I feel like we've only just scratched the surface. Yeah, we this. should do it again, shouldn't we? Should we have a round two? I think we need a round two. We will get that sorted. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just start a new podcast. We'll just be me and you ranting about onions and Barbara. (laughs) Yes. And Petrol and Jessica. Yes, for sure. Onions and Barb. Got a name. We need the answer for that. Yes, I will find that out and I will get back to you because I don't want you having sleepless nights like I have been because they are not, (laughs) they are not red. They are not red. <laughs> you know when I said Pete, those people that say they don't really have issues. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're real mentalists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're looking at him. <laughs> For the sake of oh. the uh, listeners, I'm I'm twiddling my finger around my head like cuckoo <laughs> and the pops in it. <laughs> what does that Thank say you. behind you, please, before you run off? It says, just because you can't see the sunlight doesn't mean it's not there. Sometimes you just need a change of perspective. It was done by a very talented um, artist that I actually went to school with. And she posted it on her Instagram. And then for my 30th birthday, they actually got it put into a picture for me. So, yeah. That's really lovely. Nice one. So if, if you want one, if you want one, I'm sure we could. Oh, I want one. Yeah, I want one. You know I'll get in touch with her and we'll, we'll get one. Yeah, she's, inc- she's incredible. But just speaking of incredible, you are incredible. Like <laughs> some of the advice that you've given on the show, it's, it's just brilliant. And keep being you because you're an absolute legend. Thank you. Thanks so much. This has been great fun. Let's do this again. Yes, we will do this again. And good luck with the music not that you know you need it but honestly i hope it absolutely blows up in the way that it deserves and don't ever don't don't know i was on such a roll then don't ever change i know such a moment edit that out let's start again (laughs) just keep telling me about me and how wonderful i am (laughs) you are wonderful (laughs) don't ever change I won't, I won't. I put, as long as I'm in therapy, I'm the best person you'll ever meet. <laughs> Perfect. 
You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my brilliant guest this week, the incredibly talented Talia Dean. Make sure you check her out on the socials and be sure to hit up that album when it drops. As always, hit subscribe and I'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.